So uh, Rabbi Linder mentioned earlier that we had a uh, conversion yesterday morning, which means yesterday was the first day that I actually had to put pen to paper and sign a certificate and write the numbers 2020 in succession. January 2nd, 2020. I was so aware of the changing of the year. You know, sometimes you write a check and you forget. No, I was ready. The new digit in the tens place. I didn't even have to catch myself. This was something that I had been anticipating, that we as a society have been anticipating for quite some time. There is something about the new year. The moment that the clock clicks from 11.59 to midnight. The flip of the calendar page from December 31st to January 1st that simultaneously drives us to recommit to new personal goals and also maybe makes us a little uneasy about the continued passage of time. 2020. Now, don't get me wrong, I love New Year's. I too am a sucker for the beauty of a clean start, the beckoning call of a fresh to-do list. But I'm also always struck at how arbitrary the boundary actually is, as though everything must be wrapped up and accomplished and achieved by the final minute of December or the whole year will be for naught. And we Jews, of all people, know how much of a social construction the new year is, given that we have a whole different one in September, and we do the whole thing over again. So you could color me a little bit of a skeptic about New Year's hype, but then again, there I am, counting down from 10 with the rest of us. Units of time, might be a little bit of a fabrication, but they also offer us a real sense of possibility. The boundaries that we create between one year and the next make those years, the days, the minutes, feel far more meaningful. Another story we like to tell ourselves as the years go by is that with every disco ball drop in New York City, every hashtag new year, new you, that we and society are on a steady march toward continued self-improvement. We are learning from our past, which is why it has been all the more troubling as 2019 drew to a close to see a spate of anti-Semitic incidents in the news, culminating in a violent attack on a Hanukkah celebration at a Hasidic family's home in Muncie, New York. We may find ourselves, in the wake of another year of increasing anti-Semitism, asking, what decade are we living in? Have the years passing brought us nowhere? Will our society ever unlearn its deep-rooted hatreds? Fear may threaten to destabilize us, but it also brings us more deeply into community. I can't tell you how many photos I saw 
of Jews of all different walks of life standing at public candle lightings for the final night of Hanukkah. Black hats and unkeepod heads blending into a sea of united Jewish solidarity. There's something about experiencing external threat that makes us turn that much more inward to our communities and our families, regardless of our ideological differences or what we may have said or thought about each other in the past. We see that same instinct play out in this week's portion of Vaigash, the near conclusion of the Joseph saga. Joseph's brothers have returned to Egypt yet again, and Joseph accuses Benjamin, the youngest, of theft. He threatens to imprison him, the very thing that the brothers have promised their father, Jacob, will not happen. So at the beginning of this week's reading, Vaigash Yehuda, Judah steps forward. He sees the trauma that threatens his family, the grief that might overwhelm his father, and he no longer worries about who is the favored child or who the son of which mother. Instead, he gives an impassioned speech to Joseph in disguise, offering his own life in his brother's stead. Ki avdecha arev, he tells Pharaoh's second-in-command. I, your servant, am arev. I am responsible for the boy. When danger threatens his youngest brother, Judah finally has learned to put himself fully in the breach, to be so connected, to transcend any differences, to so care about another human being, that he is willing to stand with him and for him against all potential harm. He draws a boundary tightly around his family and says, you threaten Benjamin, you threaten me, and I will not let you hurt us. Judah and Benjamin's story, as we know, has a happy ending. It is that moment of solidarity which will so move Joseph that he decides finally to reveal himself to his brothers. They cry, they embrace, they bring Jacob, the patriarch, so used to grief, to reunite with his beloved son once more. But it is deeply meaningful that in this moment of crisis, of threat, Judah chooses to step forward and call himself a rave, a word which translates as much more than responsible. Responsible, connected, pledged to the safety of, interwoven with. It calls us to that same word as it appears in the Talmud in Shavuot 39a, which states that kol Yisrael all of Israel are responsible for one another. Now, this is in the context of communal responsibility for sin. The Talmud is teaching that when one member of the community has the potential for making a mistake, it is the rest of the community's obligation to guide that person down a better path. But given Judah's use of the word arev, we might also read this phrase for our day and age. 
for the year 2020, which looks too much like a year from the past. The Jewish people are bound together. We are siblings, even if we dress differently, believe differently, practice differently, speak differently. We have an obligation to stand with each other because the pain of one of us is the pain of all of us. Standing together, as Judah does, has the power to bring some measure of healing to our family. In this moment of vulnerability and always, we are Arevim, connected to and responsible for one another as fellow Jews. But I don't want us to forget that we are also Ivrim, Hebrews, border crossers. We can, as we do for our secular new year, both love a boundary that makes something distinct and special, and also work to break down the ways it might create artificial walls between one year and the next, or one people and the next. Yes, we Jews need each other now more than ever, but we also need to be in relationship with others, to be reminded that we are not alone in being hated, which is both painful and maybe a little comforting. There is much oppression to go around, and that means that we are not alone. I saw, as I said, many stunning pictures from the final night of Hanukkah. Jews of all denominations lighting these bright, beautiful menorahs together. But the pictures that moved me most were of an event in Brooklyn, attended by, among many, a Jewish group called JFREJ, Jews for Racial and Economic Justice. JFREJ is a group of white Jews who put themselves on the line again and again for the black communities and communities of color with whom they partner. And so at their celebration of the final night of Hanukkah, the members of JFREJ, progressive Jews, stood at the center of a circle with Hasidic Jews and Jews from all over the city of New York, protected by the people they cross boundaries for and with. Black folks, Muslims, immigrants, and other people of color holding umbrellas against the rain, holding the space for safety and light in a darkened world. In the face of the ugly reality of anti-Semitism, even in this year, even in our time, we can draw inspiration from our ancestors all the way back to Judah and Benjamin. Like them, we are Arevim, tied to one another by a force far stronger than hate. And we also are Ivrim, a people who have always dared to cross borders and boundaries, to build community beyond our own walls, to be responsible for not just our own siblings and our own family, but for the human family, for all who are suffering, downtrodden, threatened, and belittled. From there shines our light, 
undiminished and unyielding. So this first Shabbat of 2020, allow me to remind you, new year, but the same ancient and ever so needed message. Our relationships must continue to bind us, make us responsible, both within and beyond our own people. And goodness persists, even in darkness. And we are not alone, not then, not now, and not ever. <laughs>